0: G'day everyone, thank you so much for joining us. Today we have an amazing guest. No, I don't have the Prime Minister, and no, I don't have a supermodel. Well, Luke might think he's a supermodel with his brand new hairstyle going on. <laughs> but what I do have is an incredible individual here that has been through a living nightmare, Luke. Is that, is that it? Yeah, I we'll say. Along Would their minds. A
1: way,
0: yeah, but, yeah. yeah, so. What I want to, today, we I really want to talk about. Obviously, where the, the world's going through a big state of depression at the moment, and, and not just because of COVID. But life is hard. Life is fast. Life is tough. Life is expensive. We're judged. There's a, there's this thing called social media in our face, and there's the comparisons and the, the, the word envy in that as well. It's a really tough society in a tough world to live in, and people, just some people are just finding it very very difficult. So the reason for this chat today is that I wanted to speak to a real living, amazing human being that really has been through a really tough journey and is really pushing through the other end. And I want to speak about the tools and, and the education that Luke has learnt, you know, during his life and the last six months since we've been working together. And I'll, I'll show a photo very shortly of this amazing transformation where it's, it's uh, the, the guy I spoke to six months ago didn't even look like this. It was, it's almost like a complete different person. And it's things we'll get into on on how he got to this position now. And, 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 and we're not here to say that I'm here to, you know, cure the world or or cure depression. I'm just going to say that out very loudly. What we want to do here is that just if we can provide a better quality of life, Luke, would that be a a better description? Would you say?
1: Easy. And also it's also getting people into the mind frame as well, that no one is going to be able to change you apart from yourself. Like, as long as you've got the tools, if you, if, let's just say you yourself, Leon, you're like Bunnings and I've come to you, I need to fix something up, you gave me the tools but I got to take them home and I got to build with them and now I'm pretty damn happy with what I've built.
0: That's that's a fantastic exact good old Bunnings doesn't, doesn't Bunnings just like save the world? Isn't Bunnings everywhere? You know, you, just,
1: go, you get some bloody food there
0: those snacks. <laughs> every everything's in Bunnings, and and look, fair enough, it's come up in our conversation for good reasons. There's a good old plug for Bunnings too. Yeah. But hey, they, <laughs> you know, we, we've all we've all bought many things from Bunnings. But let's move on from Bunnings now. Easy. And but Luke, what what we might start with is please, yep. Luke Luke Miller, in, introduce yourself and. And, and then we'll get on to your, your your fascinating story. We'll talk about tools and stuff that we can give the the viewers and listeners on. How, how can they get to where Luke is today? Luke, take it away, my man.
1: Yeah, so, well, my name's Luke. I'm 31 years old. I live in Toowoomba, which it's, it's not a country town, but it's not huge. Um, I'm a gay male as well, so that does... It puts a couple of added pressures on, but at the same time, it's not many. Look, um, I've had a I had a shit time when I was growing up and stuff with things. I've um, suffered losses. I've been through um, suicide attempts. I've experienced people that have taken their lives, and that. But I think today, the person I am now is nothing like what I used to be. It's if I if I saw my 20 year old self like today and said this is you this is how you're gonna turn out by the age of 31 would I'd just look at him and be like no, nah, go away I don't even know who you are this is a lie wow. there's no way
0: Wow so so gr- gr- growing up obviously you, you talk about when you're when you're 20 years old you could you could you would never have visualized yourself being here speaking to me for starters on a no. podcast about to share, you know, y- y- your story. And, and it's a credit to you because there's a lot of people now that, uh, and and again, I, I empathise and put my hand on my heart when I say this cause I, and I really feel for them going through the tough period and they just don't mm. see an outing. They can't see a way forward. They just can't, you know, f- find that way or even visualise or see a light at the end of the tunnel. Luke, what, what made you see a way forward obviously from fast forward 11 years now you couldn't probably see it either what what gave you a glimpse of there is something there
1: look before before meeting you I I honestly there was no way that I could give you an answer there was always it when there were those attempts when I attempted to take my life there were the times were so dark and I I don't know how to explain it. There's the other way I can explain it was I felt alone. I wasn't alone, but I felt alone, and that's how it always felt. But I somehow was like, "Well, okay, I've survived this." Anxiety would take over, and it's like I think that anxiety, as well as to how people would view me, it got me through things. It got me through every day. Yeah, it was it was stressful, and it's no way to live. It was absolutely no way to live because back then I was. I was smoking. I thought, oh yeah, if I have a smoke, that'll raise my confidence. It'll help me get through, it'll de-stress me. Did the absolute complete opposite. The anxiety was just constant. But I moved forward. I thought, no, I can do this. I can I can get through. And then a couple of months later I'd just I'd be feeling like crap again. And I'd just mm-hmm. keep going through the motions and I'd put it down to the fact that i i've got depression i've got anxiety it's what i was diagnosed with this is how i'm going to have to live my life the rest of my life
0: yeah Yeah. wow so so luke would you say did you were there incidents in your life that were a trigger that obviously come to the point of you having that diagnosis of anxiety or as a young child were you always felt you were you were down no matter how Tr- hard you try because let's be realistic and 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 i understand that you know some people are you know they they had they had just given the short straw and i mean that you know very hot very heartily. it's it's even a hard thing to say but yeah, fr- from birth some people are just they do have that slight imbalance in them in their mindset and and it, it actually is a, a, a real illness that there is an imbalance in the mindset and, and for some reason the rest of the, their life can be a challenge
1: There is, there's a lot to me. Like when I was growing up, I thought that's how people felt all the time. I just thought, oh, okay, people feel low 90% of the time and to feel happy every now and then was just, it was a perk. Um, Being anxious, it's, again, I thought that's how life was going to be. I thought everyone felt this way because... As the years have gone on, depression and anxiety is something that keeps being brought up in social media. It's and, and the statistics of the whole, oh yes, everyone seems to have it these days and that, but they don't what they don't tell people is the difference between actual a diagnosed depression and a situational depression along with anxiety. It's they're two completely different things. But on top of that as well, I was only a couple of years ago I got diagnosed with um, What do they call it? Um, Borderline personality disorder. Mm -hmm. And the only way that was explained to me is it's baked into you. It's like, and then trying to reverse it is like trying to bake a cake and then pull it all apart ingredient by ingredient and then set them back to what they were. It's not going to happen. And it comes from different life things. I know that there was stuff from my childhood that it happened. Um, Like, don't get me wrong. I had a, a fantastic upbringing. My parents were amazing. They weren't fantastic when it came to the actual emotional well-being. And that and that's not their fault, and I will never blame them on that. It's how they were raised. So they didn't know any better. But then there were other aspects to my family where... I had somebody in my life who thought it was okay to tell me constantly that I'd amount to nothing, any achievement that I ever had. It was always played down. And that was something that constantly played through in my mind all the time that, oh, well, this is a fluke. I'm never going to be smart. I'm never going to amount to anything. And, yeah, as the years went on, it just started, It just kept ringing over and over and over you're going to be nothing you're not going to go anywhere and then when the times got even darker it's oh shit who do i turn to how do i turn to somebody i've never been taught how to actually speak to somebody it's either you don't talk about it or you deal with it but how do you deal with it when you've never been taught
0: so what made you doubt yourself have these negative thoughts luke can you can you talk about that what because obviously you know where we're a human being sometimes it can be your environment you're hanging around which is bringing you down we can go through some trauma you know we can lose loved ones what is yeah. it Luke that you found is there many triggers that actually made you have lose all your you know self-esteem self-worth I, sh- I should say
1: the biggest one was I'll be very upfront with it because I've got absolutely no relationship with them anymore was my auntie she was she was just a nasty human being. The stuff she used to say to me as a child, um, even things when it came down to the fact, like, because she was a nurse, so I turned to her when there was a medical problem, like, even something as basic as wisdom tooth pain. And I was like, this is really painful. i ring up in tears. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. I can't afford to go to a dentist and that. And it would always be brushed off under the carpet because, oh, you know, we all go through pain. Oh, you know, we all feel like this. And then when I actually had a chance to get to the emergency room, I got rushed down to the Gold Coast for emergency surgery because I had all these issues going on. And then when you turn around and say, well, actually, no, I reached out to you. I was in pain that was not normal, yet all you did was play it off. And then as a younger, like somebody growing up, I was turning to that person to try and get some kind of gauge or help or guidance. Yeah, wow. And if you're just told point blank, and that's what happens a lot of, it, like in this
0: day and age, it's yeah, wow. Some people do it, so there's a trigger there, and you've also lost on top of that a few other loved ones as well. That's obviously I've, has escalated.
1: Look, the easiest way to do it is with a quick background into that. Growing up, I had a shit time. I coming out, it was awful. I was forced out of the closet. Um, I lost a bit of a relationship with my parents because of it. They came back into my life after two years of not we didn't really talk that well. Um, so that was about eighteen, entered into during the time when we weren't talking, I was in a relationship with somebody who was considerably older than me, actually lied about their age, was physically abusive. Um, the mental like the mental shit that went along with that was horrific. There was um I tried to overdose in that time. Um then I just went through life essentially thinking this is how it's going to be. I just thought this is going to be my life. This is how I'm going to live. And then I went to a doctor a couple of years onwards. Um, that's when I was diagnosed with uh, depression, anxiety, like clinical, and they put me on antidepressants. And then I got to a point a couple of years later where I started to accept, shit, this is my life. I can't ever go off these. When I had tried to go off them in the past, I obviously wasn't ready. And... We all know how that can end. So hey, there was another attempt there. I moved to Melbourne thinking, oh, life's changing. Um, i got a promotion with work. Met somebody again. Um, I just attracted essentially the same person. They weren't physically abusive, but the emotional stuff to the point where I woke up one day and they cleared out the unit that we were living in in the middle of Melbourne. And I knew nobody, knew no one down there, tried to kill myself, came back, um, moved in with my parents. And from that time onwards, uh, that's when I started losing pretty much all my family, that my mum's dad, my pop was living with us at the time. Um, he, he was a bit of a hypochondriac, but at the same time, he was the boy who cried wolf. And the one time that he actually said, oh, I'm in severe pain, we got him to the emergency room and in 24 hours he died. And then during that time, my dad's mum, we noticed at the funeral there was something just not right about her because she was living on her own since Granddad passed years before that. And then we realised, shit, she's going to need to come live with us. And so she came and lived with us. There was also the added um, pressure that mum had muscular dystrophy and she, the muscle deterioration was getting worse. Um, a couple of months after grandma moving in, my mum's mum passed away, which was hard because I was unable to speak to her for the last three years because her Alzheimer's got to the point where I I called her up and the last time I spoke to her was, I'm so sorry, darling, but I think you've got the wrong number. I, I don't have any grandchildren. She completely forgot who I was, which tore me apart. I, I loved my nana. And then the hardest one to date, so far has been so, there, really. 2018 you. Um, in December. I just got a call from dad just saying, oh, Mum's on the way to hospital. Um, we think it could be pneumonia again because with the muscular dystrophy, she was never able to actually ex- um, expel fluid off the lungs when she was coughing. Yeah, so it, did, it mutated into pneumonia and this time, yeah, I got a call three days, four days later, 2am in the morning i'll never forget it it still breaks me up even though i've come to terms with it that that mom's dead so the woman who i thought was always going to be there i think that's the biggest thing that kills me at the moment is that she can't see the person that i've turned into today but um
0: she can see she can see
1: and then um and then during COVID, and that well when we got told that our um, we had well, I had to close down for work because um, I've started my own business now. I don't even know how I came along to do it, but last year in May I was just like, "Stop it! I don't know what I'm going to do." So I went into I've started studying remedial massage. I've become a massage therapist. I'm I'm the only male in woman that does eyelash extensions, and I've got a booming business now. And then with COVID. The day we got told, oh, yeah, shit, everything has to shut down, Well, I was like, oh, okay. And then the very next day, I get a call from the aunt who I do not actually talk to anymore. Oh, grandma's been admitted to hospital. And I was like, okay, because she was in a nursing home and I knew there was going to be neglect there. Neglect happened. Um, she died horrifically over three weeks. Um, and then on top of that, in the same day, my dad broke his foot. Mm. Um, he was a high-risk Case as well. He has emphysema from building the years and just that sort of stuff. So I was also had the added pressure of trying to make sure his well being was looked after, while making sure I was going up to that hospital every day. Um, I lost my grandmother during COVID as well. It was hard not being able to have a proper send off for her as well. Like it was the shortest funeral I've ever been to. It was get there, read the eulogy. And, went, and that was it and she had huge family she was from that generation where she's there's about eight brothers and sisters and we didn't get to see any of them and now everything's reopened up and I was so that's a bit of a background into that like and I've and now all I've got left is my dad and having somebody that it's only been the last couple, of, like the last year, that our relationship's gotten really close since losing mum because they were still together. I was very lucky to have two parents that were still together. Um, it's been good because he's, I feel like I've helped him grow and he's helped me grow as well, like we communicate much better. I've been helping him understand the how to speak to people, how to be a little bit more empathetic because being a builder back when he started, he's 66, 67 now. You're a builder, you don't share your emotion, you don't talk about it's it. It's Old school, think- tough,
0: tough, tough head on the shoulders. And, and, and on on all that, like that's just, uh, it's it's so traumatic and w- what we found during COVID, we kind of liaised a, a fair bit, we were, yeah. we were chatting a fair bit, yet you, you managed obviously during all this crazy adversity, we don't see it at the time how much we're actually growing as a person. The, this resilience is, it, it is really helping us with life because you stood up during the COVID period. Yep. Why you were trying to manage all of this grief, your business shut down, just as things were just about to go to another level. And we, and we were liaising a fair bit. And, and I'd seen you take your body physically and mentally to a whole nother level. Now, before I go into it, I'm gonna have a go at this share screen thing, right? I'm gonna bring up a before and after Luke of how Luke looked when I I first met him and how he looked as of yesterday. So I'm just gonna bring up this photo now. And will it let me do it? It may not, I may not have got the right one up. Oh, what a shame. Maybe I can't, unless I can scroll down. Um, I should be able to scroll down. Oh, there we are. Yes, we do. All right. I want to share this photo now. So we look at that, like, who is that guy on the left hand side? It's just, it's hard to even know that it's this is the same person. But the guy on the left is basically who I met when I met you, probably, well, it would have been just before in COVID. January. So, yeah, in January.
1: It was literally the start of, because I started talking with you in December and it was, we, made a plan to start in january
0: and i think the most important thing like while while we look at a picture here and let's put your physique aside like obviously you can see a much leaner healthier there's a lovely smile going in there the hair it's the 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 mentality side of you which has grown like you've you've taken all your adversity since i've known you mate you've just taken your yourself your life to a whole nother level and and, and and I think this will be great for the listeners to to let, let's share like where where did you in COVID how did you how did you just stand up you're going through all this then you then your nan died and all of a sudden you just found fuel from it's almost like you found fuel from her there was this Luke that I've gone wow this Luke's just gone like oh, I didn't even know what to use the word because it, it, you just hit a switch. And you've just gone. Tell
1: you exactly what it was. P- p- p-
0: please tell and because I'll go. I'll go back to, to our screen now. But, yeah. but but people can look at that photo and just go. That's it's quite remarkable. If you ask me, man, and and I'm really buddy. Oh, I'm super proud. I I don't even have a word to describe what that means to me, let alone yourself. So I'm I'm kind of lost for words, which is quite strange for me. But that photo, man, it tells. It tells to give people
1: an, an idea as well, that photo on the left, that was a year ago in March, and that's when I was in Thailand. And that was a do-over holiday because um... with, with losing mum, I, I went and she died, it was my first overseas holiday. And within 24 hours, I wasn't even in the country. Mm. And so I did a redo holiday in May last year, still in a shitty mind frame, but to get back onto the point though, You coming into my life, it was one of the best things I ever did when it comes to actually doing something for myself. I've had trainers in the past before that they've just, I've asked for the tools and you get little dribs and drabs and it just never happened. And because I'm close friends with um, one of your other clients, Heather, who is...
0: Lovely person.
1: She's been a rock through everything and watching the way that you supported her, not only physically, but her mental well-being. I'm like, I need to get in with this guy. I need to speak. And then just, just talking with you, finding different techniques. The fact that you, you do, you go on and on and on about gratitude. And I never understood it. I thought it would have to mean things like, oh, I'm grateful that I've got a roof over my head. I'm grateful for this and that. Actually having it, when you explained it more though, I live by gratitude every day and every day through COVID, I practice gratitude and it came down to the fact that when it came to my grandmother, I sat there and I'm like, I'm feeling like shit. I don't want to have to deal with this. I don't want to go up there and see her like this while trying to work out whether or not I'm going to be pulled over by the cops. Is this essential? Um, am I able to go out shopping? Because if I go out shopping, am I putting myself at risk and then passing it on to my father or even taking it up to the hospital because I don't know who has what at the moment? But when I'm, to put the gratitude into perspective for people that may not still understand what it is, it was something as simple as what am I grateful for today? And there was a point where I'm like, I'm actually grateful for the fact that I was there for my grandma. Um, I was grateful that I, I have no regrets. I got to advocate for her when nobody else could. Um, so you were f- focusing grateful.
0: on the absolute positive times. You didn't really focus on the fact that, you know, y- 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 you can't see, you can't be there, you can't change her, you can't change the situation, but yep. your, your mind sort of switched on to this, all the, all the greatness that you found during the relationship, you seem to focus on that, would you agree?
1: Yeah, so there's love that. that part with gratitude, but then there was the other part when there were other days where I'd sit there and be like, I don't have a gym. I've literally, like everyone in the world, we had everything just stripped away from us within a moment. And yeah, you, eating got really bloody hard because you go to the shops and you could barely get a bloody chicken breast. And mm. with our plans and everything, we want to be able to eat as well as we can. But I also... So there's two parts to this. I was grateful for the fact that, yeah, I didn't have the gym, but I still had I had means to do things. And by means, it's like I have arms. I have a little bit of space. I did some push-ups. I did – I had um, a neighbour who gave me some weights, which was a great benefit, and they weren't huge weights. But it was just the little things that you could do, and I was, like, grateful for this. And then – I realized as well when everyone was saying um, repeatedly and I don't doubt that it was hard for him, but at the same time, there's also taking responsibility. You've got to accept a bit of responsibility, like allow yourself permission to, to feel like crap, but also give yourself permission to keep pushing forward, be light, be the light in dark times. Cause it only takes a small light for somebody to see it in that dark tunnel it be like, Hey, there's something over there. I love you that. Go there. Mm-hmm.
0: They do it, and yeah, there's nothing wrong with not, acknowledging what you're currently going through, no. and and exactly what you're saying now. And I think that's so powerful for people to understand that you know it's it, it's okay to be you know to, to be feeling the way you're feeling, and you've acknowledged it. And then there comes a time where you go, okay, well, I, I just need to do some, maybe a couple of small things today. It's it's going to be too much for me to. Go to the gym, or go see this person, or go see this or that. But what I can do is, I can do a gratitude, and I can wholeheartedly put my hand on my heart yeah. and focus on what I do have. I, I can go for a walk, and I, I I can send a text message to a friend of mine, and and or I can do a FaceTime, or, or or I can go and eat whatever I can. There are still things that you can do. You can go out and get some sunshine. You can watch the stars, you know, at nighttime. You can watch the sun come up, and and just trying to simplify life, when time gets tough, sometimes you've got to bring it back and really focus on the bare basics and just do the simple things correctly. Luke, would you agree?
1: 100%. Luke. One of the biggest things I've been saying in probably the last six to 12 months, um, just before even meeting you, I started realizing that a lot of people and myself included, we say, oh, sorry, look, I'm having a really bad day. I feel like crap. We need to stop doing this to ourselves give yourself permission to feel like crap you're allowed to feel like crap but uh-huh. on the flip side you've got to give yourself permission to be happy so many people think no like there's so much stuff going on and these people around me how can i be happy if you're happy it's contagious and even if somebody's in a shit situation you come along and you're positive towards them you can actually change someone else's day you can bring them up and it can give them the strength to do something and that's
0: Brilliant. Uh, Luke, I, I love how you say that because it's we speak about that a lot as well, about the about positive energy. And not so much the word positive because some people may not want to hear that when they're down, but just finding some sort of energy within yourself, it radiates to people. And I think that's a fascinating part. And that's what I found with you, Luke. I just found that our conversations become different. You know, at the start they were they might have been obviously, you know, some things were short, replies were short, as as things got on, they got longer. Your 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 messages to me were more engaging. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is cool. And I, you know, I started getting excited because I'm getting a great excitement from your message. And so if you're sending a message to another friend of yours that may be not having a very good day, and that message just might go, that just could it could be a game changer for that moment for that individual because a simple message and a, it just goes so far. And I think we underestimate the power of the simplicity to help someone, just a simple hello. Yep. Walking walk by someone, just acknowledge him, give them a nod of the head, say hello. How was your morning? It's so powerful, and it's it's that con- disconnected society that we have at the moment that we need to reconnect. And it really starts with you know simple things from us human beings. And let's be realistic; it's like the email world or the text message world. Who even says hello? To, who even addresses your name anymore? They, yeah, it's that,
1: not. It's, it's it look. Unfortunately, gone are those days now, mm. and I don't think like we're ever going to get them back. Tough. But it, it, when people were out walking in that, one of the biggest things that I heard, which brightened me up a little bit, they're like, "Oh, the amount of people we'd see out jogging in that," and they're like, "Oh yeah, people were doing the whole heading on that," and I'm like, "That's how it used to be." Yeah. It's always just a you don't know this person, but I'm, hey, how you doing? Just that little bit of connection when there is. There's a distance between people. It's not only a social distance. There is actually a barrier between people in this day and
0: age. There, there is. There is. Look, you, you just mentioned so much, obviously, about gratitude as your as your go to. Now, Let, let's let's talk about another important go to is your you know your tribe around you. And let's be realistic. It's, you've heard the saying. Everyone's heard the saying: the five people you hang around is generally who you become. And it, it, let's be realistic. It couldn't be any more any more to the truth because hanging around, choosing <laughs> your your environment yourself especially 100%. any negativity around you is going to trigger or bring you down
1: that is one of the biggest things that it, people do struggle with and i can understand why it is going to be a struggle because there, everyone can identify those people in their lives where you just sit there and you're like what the hell am i doing with this person every time i see them it's always a negative or something and in the last couple of years the stronger that i've gotten within myself, and it's only been recently that I've really gotten this full strain. Think that out now. Um that I cut so many people out of my life because I'm like, you know what? Every time I see you, you've got nothing, you've got nothing good. It's like your life actually isn't this terrible. It's just that you're choosing mm. to just stay in this state of mind. And it's like Okay, I get it. I get how hard it is to bring yourself out. But if you if you sit there and you don't want to celebrate somebody else's successes in that, you yourself, you're not gonna achieve anything. You've got to be able to celebrate others, celebrate yourself. Like I love seeing ever since I've joined the BBL team, you can we sit there and I've got people I haven't even actually met apart from now a Zoom meeting or two. And it's good seeing their progression. And I can see that they're still struggling to get back on board. But even when they post the tiniest little thing, it's like, I did this today. Shoot them a private message and just say, "Nice, smash it, do it. Because that's what we need. We need to be building each other up. Everyone sits there and it's like, well, I'm not doing this. So I don't want to support anybody else.
0: I, I love that. And, and I think just back to the point, it's it's very important as when, you know, when friends get together and we're having a conversation like we're talking about, it's okay, just so people know, it, it's okay for a friend to really debrief and really explain what they're going through in dark times and friends are there to listen. That's what friends do. Yeah. And friends are always there to give advice that if, if we do hear that our friends are going through a tough time and they're consistently maybe Talking in the in in, the, in talking himself down, and, and we understand that they're probably going through a hard time. So as a friend, what we want to do is identify that and actually start taking some action and say, well, there, there, there's a, there's a few things that 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 individual may need to be addressing because any negativity from any human being, it's not normal behaviour. We're not born that way. There's obviously a trigger there. So I believe every every human being for me, everyone's everyone has an amazing something inside them and usually their behaviors is going to be an influence of what's going on directly in their life yeah. and so sometimes you know when that person is in that negative mindset it's it's uh, it's a trigger for us to go okay maybe this person may may need some assistance they may need some counseling they may need some psychology work some help with
1: with the five people thing as well like perfect example like you brought up my hair a couple of times so and i'm i've got no hassle talking about it because i'm i love it and i'm confident and I actually just don't care what people think anymore, but it's a hairpiece; It's not real. I'm bald as a badger as you saw in the other pictures for those who are going to be watching this. But two years ago, I put it out to people and I was like, hey, I've been looking at this and this is when my anxiety was peaking. I still had no idea how to cope with it. Every comment I got, no, you don't want to do that. Why would you want to do that? Do you? Care? It's like, oh, we don't think that you need this and such. Whereas now when I did it, I didn't even ask people. I was like, I actually don't care about what other people think. And those who know me, every person, the moment I did it, I got nothing but positive. But what I'm getting at with that is the different people that were in my life then, and I've since gotten rid of to the people I have now, it's that positive and negative. It's These two things are so contagious. So if you've got negative people in your life and i see it all the time i see it with people with um addictions if they're still around people who are oh we understand this but you know it's okay to do this every now and then it's it's bloody hard it is so hard because when that's your network sometimes i've got to cut them loose to better yourself and but in doing that yes you're going to feel a time of loneliness and darkness but i can tell you now that you will meet new people on this new journey that are going to fit so much more into that journey and it's going to just, everything changes, everything. Like, there are no words. It, there's no way to actually explain it until you've actually seen it firsthand for yourself. Like, it's so powerful getting rid of negative aspects of your life. And if something doesn't feel right to you or if something actually brings you down on that take it away from yourself remove yeah. that part from your life it may actually even be a family member this is where i'm going to get back to giving yourself permission I Love it. I give yourself permission to be happy you don't need that person in your life if they're going to be doing that it's not you don't you just don't need it
0: i love it and and i've seen the confidence in you luke also just skyrocketing since you've had your transformation and i think that's a very important point with anyone that you know, uh, are going through a hard period. What one thing we can control is how we look and how we act and what we say. So there's one thing that yeah. sometimes we can't at the direct moment control what our at our mind's going through, but we can do the tools that we we're talking about now that we'll keep carry on on that. But you know, you can also you know groom yourself nicely, do your hair, you know, try to eat the best you can, exercise, exercise. That look, that's just a given. You know, we could just say that a hundred times to people, just moving walking, you know, sometimes it's not that easy for some people, but just a little stroll outside your four walls. All these things are controllable. And I think that's what I've seen you going back to that picture that I showed earlier, is that the, the transformation there is, is amazing and your confidence has gone through the roof. So if confidence goes through the roof, guess what? Your self-belief actually increases. And guess what? Your self-worth and your self-value. And, and then what when they increase, you also Are happy to come on here on a podcast and 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 talk to a few thousand viewers and and share your story. You probably wouldn't feel comfortable if you sat there and you were and you were still fifteen kilos overweight and you didn't have your hairpiece on and you just wouldn't be. Look, you might be, you know, a little. You'd be here because I would make you be here because I like to make people uncomfortable. But But. (laughs) of course, but you may not be as confident as you are now to come in here and show you show your story because it's i think it's amazing and again that's why i was so excited actually i was excited luke to have you on because you guys yeah they're going through these really tough periods that are moving your way out the other end you guys know what you, you guys know what you need you know what you missed you know what you need from people so now you know what to give to other people and i think that is so powerful and i think this is where i'm going with this is that's what i've learned with you luke is that there's there's people now that you can just help and i love that
1: there was something with that you were saying before about how you look and how you dress as well and that's something i want to touch on because if you dress like crap you're going to feel like crap and this is where like to get back onto them like with a bit of the mental health stuff something as simple as like getting out of bed in the morning that can be really hard for some people but if you know you've got to go somewhere it's like shit i've got to go to the shops do something small for yourself dress nice get dressed up i love it do it because if you get dressed up into something nice and you look at yourself and you're like "Damn, i actually look really good in that you know what you may be holding a bit of extra kgs in that but if somebody sees you at the shops that you know and you're dressed nice they're going to pay attention and be like oh they look different. What's going on there compared to the, if you just go in what you'd always wear, like my biggest thing at the moment is since losing the weight, I said the other day to my best mate, um, Glenn, well, in Heather as well, I said to him, I don't want to wear jeans anymore. This is all I've worn all my life is jeans or just daggy sort of clothing. I went and bought myself some suits from YD. I've been buying chinos, all this. My goal is I don't want to wear Gene, I actually want to dress nice and then when I took I said to dad hey things have lifted a bit let's go to the pub we went out had a drink I wore this gay ass that mustard cheese. <laughs> really nice shirt and that all tucked in but every other person in that pub kept turning and looking at me and it wasn't it wasn't a judgment thing for once it was wow holy crap is this guy like, like is he got money or something in that? No, I just I dressed confidently and I, I love looked pretty really good. I didn't wear shorts. I didn't wear a singlet. And you didn't
0: but care fresh, what and you didn't care what anyone else thought either. I think which is you don't. Also you go out amazing. and you
1: just you hold your head up high. You dress for how you want to feel. If you feel like crap man. and you dress like crap, that's how you're going to feel for the rest of the day.
0: Matt, I, I, I love it, Luke. You're you're a very wise man, Luke. What what else? Can you give me give give the viewers, I should say. Give me three things fire three things at me that you uh, you think are the most important things that anyone going through a tough period at the moment and that they they can choose Give them three tools that they can just allow them to move forward during this tough time. and let's be honest as well like you know yep. we're, you know we're, we've come a long way. You, you have come an incredible journey but but we also understand that you know you, you can have a bad day tomorrow too and
1: i had look i had a bad day 2 days ago i was sitting yeah. there and i was i was pissed off there's been some things that have been going on within australia at the moment and it
0: just triggered it really
1: ups it, it triggered me and i was in a bad mood it didn't actually physically affect me but it it pissed me off mm-hmm. and i was like well okay and then i just sat there and then while i was driving i can't even remember where i was driving i was like no this is bullcrap, Luke. This is the old Luke. I'm like, what will make me happy today? And it's like, you know what? I I can go to the gym again. I've actually got a bit of freedom in that to do it. And then all of a sudden, I was like, there we go, happy moment. And it's push that negative stuff aside. It's out of our control.
0: I love that. So again, we're back back to trying to control what we can control. And you know, even watching the news and stuff like that, when you when your mindset's not the not in the greatest position, little things are going to annoy you. And 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 the more and the more you keep feeding yourself with negativity, guess what? Your brain, as I've said before, works by repetition. If you keep feeding it, you know, negative and and, and the the people around you or all you hear is negative, guess what? It's that's what it's gonna believe. And if you keep telling yourself, I'm not good enough, I'm your self-worth, I can't do this, or I can't do that, your brain yeah. then believes you. But if we get back to that positive talk and and just telling ourselves I can I can you know what I can get up I can do that I can do that your brain starts believing you and then you start believing you then you because you believe it you actually start making progress and you actually when you start making progress human beings we get happy when we progress if we don't, if we don't progress it's basically progression equals happiness so as a human yeah. being if we're not taking any steps forward we're not really progressing so therefore how are we happy we're not that's just how we're wired.
1: Look so with it then alright. The first thing at the moment would be gratitude, like 100%. You you flog it to death in so many of your podcasts. And it's just, one day I want to be on the stage, one day. But listening to people that I look up to and hearing them say that this is how it is, all I can say to people that are listening, practice it. If you're not sure about it, reach out to Leon. He will tell you how to do it and if you can just give it a go, I can tell you it will change your life. It's not it's not a preachy thing. It's it's nothing. It's it is honestly life changing and I can't explain it. I honestly cannot explain it. And I'm not one for any of those fads of yeah people like the latest thing at the moment is mindfulness. Mm. I personally, I my head can't slow down enough for that. Yet there's gratitude, life changing. The second thing is something I've already touched on, and it's giving yourself permission. You're allowed to give yourself permission to feel like crap, but you also need to be able to give yourself permission to be happy. I love it. The third thing that will get you through is cheese, copious amounts of cheese. (laughs) (laughs) I'm
0: glad you you didn't say alcohol, so I'm going to take the cheese there.
1: (laughs) Actually, I will say that was something that did annoy me a little bit throughout when people were feeling down and... That little challenge went through. I get that it was harmless fun for people, but that challenge for male depression, I found that really disheartening. How it was have all these different shots of things. I'm like, Yeah, things like this where I feel social media there needs to be more accountability for this sort of stuff on social media. Like, it's I like, don't get me wrong, I love a drink, I love yeah. it, but seeing something like that in such a dark time, it's like, Why the hell? is circulating
0: this is not good for people oh absolutely and i think you know regarding you know you've got social media when we're talking people with mental health um concerns at the moment And the biggest thing that i've noticed in the world and and sometimes i feel you know we, we it's good it's one thing to put awareness out there but what, what I found needs to happen is my gym door's always open. So people are always coming in at my expense, at my time, just to try to give back to people because where the real moving forward for people is, is this, this engagement. You, we can do awareness and we can do push-ups. And it, again, awareness is great. It's, it's something and shots. It's, it's something that you know makes us think. But I think the real moving forward is Having that real connection, whether it's hiring a coach, hiring a mentor, and actually learning from someone, whether it's you know hanging out with friends, uh, what I found out is that the biggest person, the biggest way to move forward for anyone is that I need to be out in society, where I always am. People come to me as well, which is amazing, and they do be open and honest. And that is, I find the key way of people moving forward is you. you it, it's hard to get up and sometimes get out of bed and even make that step forward, but if you can just get into a circle of great people, there's connections on the Sunshine Coast where we are here at the moment. And, and I'm sure there is, there is in Brisbane and out of Toowoomba, I'm sure there's something out there. There's men's groups, there's females groups, there's there's places around that people can connect to. And I, th- and I think that is the word is we, we've got to connect. We've got to get into that connection. But sometimes it takes just a little bit of courage from ourself when we're, when we're really hurting to just to make that step forward it's not easy it's tough but hey the whole process out from where you've come now hasn't been easy
1: i mean i'll i'll talk a little bit more with the social media and then i'll get the third point out because i've worked out what that third point is because i honestly was i just i just
0: just jumped in and over rigid you you distracted me you can't do that to me
1: (laughs) um with social media as well it's one of those things i do i think some of these challenges and that are great that they're trying to bring awareness but the one thing that doesn't come from it enough is the education side to it it's all well and good as you said to do these push-ups do the drinking challenge but it's like what the hell is that doing for anyone um again (laughs) i'm going to keep referring to heather because she's like she's just an encyclopedia. Heather McGivinnon yeah.
0: if people don't know and, and my and my look let's give her a plug too because she's an incredible human being and she mentors a and lot and, uh, of a lot of you guys. Yeah hello Miss Miss World let's tell her who she is first. Miss World, Miss Olympia and Miss Universe. So we we'll Bloody to Wonder Hela. Woman.
1: Yeah. Like she is I was so grateful to have her in my life. Like not only was she she is my biggest role model and I idolize her like you would not believe i have got so much profound respect for her and this industry and what she has put herself through um to get to where she is and it's she's amazing she has got an amazing friendship group her partner even just being a part of her life like her dogs are like my nephew i love those boys <laughs> yeah I uh, but she She actually did something through that PTSD thing, which I thought was wonderful. It was the fact that she was like, everyone's seen her do fitness and push-ups. She did an educational thing every day. And I thought that this is what we need. This is the sort of stuff we need. And to so many people as well, she's a role model. And this is what we need to see more from people we look up to as role models. I love it. Education.
0: It's the key word, and that's probably what, what my point I was getting to in a nutshell as well is that they, yep. you know, it's one thing to, you know, raise awareness, but there has to be, well, this whole chat here is about, Luke, please, can you tell, you know, just tell society, someone that's moving out of their dark hole, tell them what you did. And I think that's how we learn is just by other people's experiences. And that's why I think these podcasts as well can be so powerful. And you're, you're, you'll be changing lives now you people that you're probably never you'll probably never have in contact with but that when you do this as well and you want to help people you don't worry about the don't worry about the money don't worry about the pats on the back don't worry about the comments what happens is things happen in the background and and I've always strived myself with that do what we do now there's no instant gratification in me giving advice to mm-hmm. anyone what I want to do is, is I'm trying to I've been trying to do this for eight years now I've been on this journey you're being that eight wise. years.
1: In the dark yeah that's if it if you can bring one more person towards that light and be like you're not alone you've exactly. already done an amazing job and that's all you need to do as long as you can do one nice thing every day yep. you don't even have to do it for another person it could even be for God, like an insect. I saw I saw a bee the other day and I'm I'm a pansy. I hate bugs. But there was a bloody bee on the ground and I was like, nah, stuff this. I just put it onto a bush that way I knew that it could have that little last little bit of life. And if that you know what? Tiny things and if that can make you feel good in the inside, your day's set.
0: Learn to give back to people and expect nothing in return is probably the most powerful thing. I think as human yeah. being can do and that's one thing i'll leave people on is that you know if sometimes if you can't help yourself when and you and, you, and you, you can't quite find a way start with trying to help somebody else because you know what it's like to feel maybe alone lonely and, yeah. and not have a lot of support so by you giving a small touch to someone else that can that but can do be want enough to
1: repeat something though that i said at the start mm. remember as well people you're going to feel there are times where you're going to feel alone, but then you're going to feel selfish because there are people around you. Yep. Remember, there is such a difference to being alone and feeling alone. You have every right to feel alone yep. and not feel like people don't understand you. But remember, there are people around you, though, who you can talk to. So don't, love that. don't sit there and feel like that you're being weird for saying, I'm alone when there are all these people around you, because you can. That's right. how it's going to be.
0: I love it. I'm just saying, if anyone happened to tune in late, I'm just going to reshare your photo, and if anyone happened to miss it, because I just think it's a great visual to finish on. And for those, here we go. So again, there's Luke's transformation, but other than like other than the physical side it's the psychological side the mental that this the smile your business is booming now because everything's changing and hey we're not talking anyone's got to walk back walk around shredded and six-pack that's not what we're talking about but you just feel uncomfortable within your skin that's all yeah. that's all we're asking for people we're not asking for miracles we're just asking for small changes small changes go a long way and i think that when they go a long way in our physical appearance mentally we feel better and then things just seem to just to spiral forward from that so there's a, I think um, it's just a fantastic, it's just a great picture. It just says every picture tells a story. And I think one that's... One last
1: thing as well with it all, just with those three things that you asked about before, that last third and final thing that I would have said. Yes, I was going
0: to come it, back to that. Yeah. Yeah, So,
1: Letting it go. Yeah. Just let go. Don't hold on to negative stuff. Like in that photo on the left, I was still holding on to a whole heap of negative emotions. Like just hatred everything but it's like it's like an infection if you keep touching it playing with it and that it's just going to stay there it's going to get worse and worse when you realize that it's like you know what this is doing absolutely nothing for me it's if you suffer from anxiety or even if you don't it's one of those things it's going to keep coming up and playing on you but the best thing you can do is not give it power anymore just be like you know what it annoys me this has hurt me it's made me who I am. Let it go.
0: Man, you are Luke, you are one wise man. I just wanna personally, man, from my heart, thank you for coming in and sharing your story. It's not easy, but the power of sharing a story with a positive ending at the end, it's it's just it just it just helps people, mate. It just helps society. And you know what? God help the the world could do with it right now. So Luke. Please, I, I, I'm so grateful to have you on. And, yeah, man, I, I feel lucky that I have you in my life. Thank you so much.
1: Likewise to you, man. Like, and I mean it want to say I'm absolutely honoured that you got me on to this. So thank you again, Leon.
0: My, my pleasure. Everyone listening, if there's any further comments or people want to reach out, please, you can send me a personal message. I'm happy to answer any questions. You can comment below any questions. We will actually go through and answer them. And Luke Miller, you can find Luke Miller on, on, on Facebook. He's more he's more than happy to you know give any advice and tips. Luke, you, you, you're you happy, of course, to help 100%. in any in way because that's who you are. And um, and I think it's so powerful. A lot of people, please reach out because, you know what, you've got a friend in me and Luke. And that's what we're here for. We're here just to try to help society and just try to make a difference, like like a lot of other people in the community is. And the more people we can get out there and and share some stories and share the love, man. What a great world we could live in.
1: It'd be nice. And that's all we can do is try.
0: Exactly right, Luke. Thank you so much for your time, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's been an amazing chat. And and again, if anyone finds that anything's been triggered um it's brought back old wounds or or any sort of trauma please reach out yes i am a registered counselor so yes i i'm free to talk and and happy to help in any way i can guys thank you so much